Welcome to Digital Hospitality. I am your host, Sean Walchef. This is a Cali DBQ Media production, and we have huge news. For those of you that have been fans of the show, we have been working very hard for the last year and a half to launch our second podcast called Restaurant Influencers. So Restaurant Influencers will be presented by Toast, our primary point of sale partner. And we have also partnered with Entrepreneur Magazine and Yelp to put out this incredible series based off of our true belief in smartphone storytelling, but niche down into the restaurant industry and hospitality industry. So we are going to be previewing an episode today with David Meltzer. I recorded this episode up at SoFi Stadium, the $5.5 billion stadium where the Chargers and Rams play. We hope you enjoy this episode. We hope you subscribe. Please go to restaurantinfluencers.media where you can sign up for our email newsletter and all the details about the upcoming show. We will be looking for guests. So people that are dominating on Twitter, people that are dominating on TikTok, on Instagram, on any platform that appears on a smartphone, we want to know their secrets to smartphone storytelling, and we want to highlight them on the show. We hope you enjoy the show. Um, it is going to come out first week in January. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to reach out to me at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F on Instagram or on TikTok or on LinkedIn. Those are the, the primary playgrounds right now. So hope you enjoy the show. Stay curious, get involved, and don't be afraid to ask for help. In life and in business, we learn through lessons and stories. I am your host, Sean Walchef, founder of Cali Barbecue Media. We have a very special guest. We have my media mentor and friend, Dave Meltzer. Dave, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me there. I agree with you. Life's about lessons. The lessons will keep on coming till we learn them. But you know what my favorite thing about this podcast and other lessons is? You will forget every lesson that we teach you. So grab a pencil, grab a pad of paper, create a system to remember and reposit those lessons and you'll be a lot better off. So we're very fortunate that Entrepreneur and Yelp, they've partnered together to allow us to this stage. You talk about Shakespeare's stage theory so much and what you do to amplify your message to empower a billion people to be happy. Um, it's made an impact on me. It's made an impact on me. You and I met through a mutual friend, Scott Kaplan, who's in the sports radio business in San Diego. He's a local legend. And he introduced me to you. He said, you know, there's somebody that I want you to meet, David Meltzer. He's doing incredible things. And when I looked you up, you had, I believe it was 50,000 Instagram followers. And I started to read your content and I started to go through and I started to go on this digital deep dive of who you were and what you were trying to do. And there was a video that I came across with you and your son at the Super Bowl, you being at the Super Bowl and, and wishing that you were at home with your son. And it made a profound impact on you. And I reached out, we started doing coaching, but really what I want to do with this podcast is teach restaurant owners, teach people in the hospitality business, the power of the stage theory, the power of content, the power of being in a place where you create content for all these different social platforms, and you can make a profound impact on your business. Because there was a point when you started creating content where you said you had friends, high net worth friends that were making fun of you for creating that content. Why, why was that? Why will people laugh at you, scoff at you before they applaud you? Well, people, number one, uh, always tend to look at the negative side of what people can't do because it's a lot easier. And percentage wise, you're going to be right a lot better. I mean, especially as entrepreneurs, I know this is for Yelp and entrepreneur, you know, 99% of all startups don't make it. So statistically, you're better off saying that's a bad idea. You're never going to make it. 
because uh, you're going to be right a lot more percentage <laughs> times than not. So uh, when people try things, and look, it's a natural thing. I talk about Jeff Bezos because I am an optimist. I'm a top optimist. I'm the top of the optimist. I believe in other people. I'm a celebrant. I live my life to elevate others. I try not to laugh at people, scoff at them, make fun of them. You have judgments and conditions on what their dreams are. But if Bezos would have told me 25 years ago when he was selling books out of his garage that he was going to make over a trillion dollars and be the richest man on earth and have the biggest marketplace on earth, I probably would have laughed at him, scoffed at him and made fun of him. So in the perspective of people who knew me, they probably were like, there's no way he's a Tony Robbins. You know, there's no way he's a Jesus Christ or whatever else <laughs> I thought or they thought I was. So for me, you know, it was the first Shakespeare uh, lesson that I learned that led to the stage theory. So everyone knows the stage theory is Shakespeare said the whole world is your stage. And through most social media, that became true. Yes. The whole world is your stage. So if you're a barbecue dude, the world is your stage. But the part that I didn't teach everyone is the first Shakespearean lesson, which is most important, to thy own self be true. Because in the context of to thy own self be true, those people can laugh at you, scoff at you, and make fun of you. It also provides you a directional uh, aptitude towards your own frequency. See, what happens is now that the whole world is our stage, not just 200,000 people in Spring Valley, California, but the entire world is our stage, yes. we then can transmit our own frequency, our own self, everywhere. And guess what? There's maybe only 2,000 people out of 200,000 in Spring Valley, California, that will instantaneously love you and resonate with you and stand there and wait for you and tell you it was the best speech you ever have, the best book you've ever read, the best podcast, the best TV show. But when you're able and capable of attracting, you know, 6.4 billion people on the internet, those percentages turn into an unbelievable opportunity to share your frequency, understand the spectrum that you do resonate so that you can get better, more clear at what you say, so that a spectrum grows so that you can actually start seeing an advancement where this was never possible before. Uh, so Shakespeare, I owe you a lot because not only <laughs> Have you convinced me to be true to myself and to create my own frequency, strengthen it, and clarify my own message? But you made me realize the whole world is our stage. So I can take my office here at SoFi Stadium and create killer content that goes so many different places. Hospitality, travel, football. I had Marianne Williamson, politics, thought leader. You can do whatever you want, but the whole world is my stage and what a great backdrop we have. Isn't it incredible? I mean, it, to think that, and one of the things that I really want restaurant owners and people in hospitality to start thinking in themselves as media companies, to start to put out that content. How does somebody get away from their egos? Because when you post something, you know, I talked about the video, the one video that made an impact on me, all it needed was to make an impact on one person. Yet we all see the viral videos and we want to start creating content. We want to have thousands of podcast listeners and you know hundreds and thousands of YouTube subscribers, but you just have to start somewhere with your frequency. Yeah, so in that video, uh, they did Inside the Super Bowl, Forbes did that article and I had one Super Bowl ticket left. And the interviewer I knew was from Georgia and Atlanta was in the Super Bowl uh, at the time. And so when he asked me, am I going to go to the game during the interview, I broke down crying and I, cause I still think about it. I said, not a chance. In fact, I have my ticket right here. 
I'd rather be at home with my son than be here with this ticket here. And I gave it to the guy. And I know that, you know, at that time, it resonated with some people, but it actually resonates with more people today. In fact, more people will listen to this interview than saw the Inside the Super Bowl feature that they did on CBS and Forbes and all that stuff in that interview. We'll see this, but because my reach has doubled and doubled and doubled. See, too many people, they're afraid of Noah's Ark. <laughs> they are. What do you mean? Because they're afraid to create an arc where two people get two people, get two people, and they don't understand. See, if everybody would study Einstein, we'd be a lot better off. And not just Einstein and the theory of relativity, which is essential. But to me, I think the rule of 72 is one of the most essential things of human nature and collective consciousness and the conscious continuum. The rule of 72 says that at 1% better, it takes 72 turns in order to double where you're at. Well, if you can become 2% better, it takes 36. If you're 4% better, right, it takes 18 uh, segments, however long it took you to do that. But I believe it also accelerates upon itself so it becomes faster. So Gary Vee, yes. who, who inspired me when I met him at the Super Bowl, I was just there to help him with his sports agency. I had no idea about Instagram or digital media. TikTok. TikTok didn't <laughs> Twitter. exist. Twitter. Uh, yeah. I had an idea about it, but I wasn't going to use it. I was middle-aged mutant turtle, right? Um, and so Gary asked me, I said, look, I think I can build a digital brand. He said, of what? I said, of me. I have this eclectic background and a different message. Uh, you know, what do you think? He said, absolutely, you'd be incredible. Uh, he said, well, what would be your, your, your goal though? Too many people just do it to do it. I said, oh no, I want to uh, empower over a billion people to be happy by teaching people to make a lot of money, help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. And he said, really? He said, so what would you think would be successful for year one? I said, I want two ambassadors. He said, what's an ambassador? I said, well, those are two people that will tell two people a year to listen to my podcast, read my books, hire me to speak, watch my TV shows, my movies, uh, listen to me, do my free trainings every Friday, which I've done for 21 years and so on. He said, well, where that, where that gonna get you? I said, well, I'm 50 years old today. Uh, it was about literally almost on the day that I turned 50. I was born January 11th at 1:11, and it was just like 12 days after that at the Super Bowl. Anyway, I said, imagine if I get two people a year that will get me two people, in 20 years, right? In five years, most people would quit because you'd have 64 people getting you 64 people. And most people would start listening to all the people laughing, scoffing, making fun, and at the little voice in their head saying, you're wasting your time. Yes. Not me, I did the math. I study Einstein. I knew one thing, that in 20 years when I was 70, and I'm gonna live a long time. So <laughs> when I was 70, I'd be the most popular 70 year old in the world because I would have 2 million people ambassadors telling 2 million people, right? To yes. watch, listen, hear, hire, 2 million people. This is a pretty God darn big stadium behind me. It's that's an incredible 80, stadium. people. Yeah. On average, that's how many people watch every video 10 times a day today. On your this platforms. Day. And people don't appreciate that. Yeah. They don't appreciate 2 million people. They don't appreciate two times two times two times two over 20 years because they start listening to all the voices of what's missing, yes. what they don't want, or what other people want for them. And that's not what I want for me. 
I want to empower over a billion people and I'm going to get there finding a thousand people like you to give me a thousand people to get a thousand people to be empowered, to make money, help people and have fun. A thousand times a thousand million, a million times a thousand a billion. It's not that difficult. It just takes time. I absolutely love that. One of the uh, the things that my one of my best friends, we, we say a rising tide lifts all ships. And, you know, obviously it's a famous quote. There's also a rising tide lifts all boats. And my friend, he, my best friend, Jack, he told me, he's like, do you know the difference between a ship and a boat? Do you? No. Yeah, I didn't either. He said, well, a boat can fit inside a ship. A ship can't fit inside of a boat. And it was very impactful for me because that's how we approach barbecue business, hospitality business, podcasting business. But it goes back to your Noah's Ark. It's you're looking for ships. You're looking to recruit other ships. And all you need is one Sean Walchef that can go and carry my message, that can share an Instagram story, that can share a TikTok video and say, hey, listen, look at what Dave Meltzer is doing. When you think about what you've created here, now you have a podcast studio inside SoFi Stadium, $5 billion stadium where the Chargers and Rams play. When you think about what you do, how can you think bigger? How can you, David Meltzer, somebody that has over hundreds of thousands of people showing up to your Friday trainings across all these platforms, Clubhouse, TikTok, YouTube, all of it, how do you think bigger? I use math again. You know, I started realizing there's trillions of universes. And so if I'm going to live between limitlessness and infinity, then I'm only asking for crumbs. You know, it's the same perspective shortage that I had 25 years ago that I would have laughed at Jeff Bezos and I couldn't even fathom myself how to make a trillion dollars or to create the world's biggest marketplace. I think Jeff Bezos is asking for crumbs. If you understand infinity, think about how little this is. Yeah. Think about, we were just talking about the billions of people just on the internet, let alone on earth, let alone in trillions of universes, how many pieces of life are out there. I'm asking for crumbs. So, you know, <laughs> to understand uh, and expand is very difficult because we're scared to think that, wow, I am the ocean. I may appear as a ripple, but I am an ocean. I am healthy, happy, worthy, and wealthy. What am I doing to interfere with this great power that I'm always connected to and through? A power that has actually been uh, you know, looked at and measured in my pinky, enough power in just my little pinky to light up all of Manhattan. When you start fathoming your own power, we're all asking for crumbs. So instead of being overwhelmed, now. I'm overwhelmed with one thing when I look at something like this behind me, appreciation. Yeah. But I am motivated and inspired for more, more than enough of everyone for everyone. This is just a coincidence behind me. This is a, a testament to someone paying attention to and giving attention to a coincidence. Uh, it's materialized here. But imagine this could just be a boat. Yeah. Somewhere out there, there could be a ship that you could put all the arenas and stadiums in and fly to a whole nother planet and they could put it uh, into another galaxy or another universe uh, in one ship. Every single one of these things that exist on Earth, they could pile into a ship. Yes. These are just boats. But our minds, they scare us. We're, we're not afraid, right? We're afraid of the unlimited power that we have. We're not afraid of not having power. The consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential, something you talk about all the time. And one of the things I love the most that you say is that the, the name of the movie happiness, the pursuit of happiness was named incorrectly. What, what should that movie have been called? It, uh, so Chris Gardner and Will Smith had it wrong. It's not pursuit of happiness. Happiness is the pursuit. That's why I try to teach people to find the light, the love and the lessons and everything to enjoy the consistent, everyday, persistent, without quit, pursuit of your own potential. Not other people's, 
Not what's missing, not what you don't want, but your own potential. And the idea of potential is that we don't know what we don't know. So go ahead and set some milestones out there, but have faith that you'll end up somewhere better. You may think that you want this, but always say over or better than. Yeah. Right. And that's something that faith has brought to me is that I know that uh, all the mistakes, pain, suffering, uh, setbacks, failures, pain, like I said, are just indicators. I have a better place to be. And I have complete faith. And, and we talk about my son and something. I know this will resonate with you. I'm not sure I've ever shared this with you. But one of the most the biggest lessons I've learned in faith was that someone told me, do you know how you feel about your kids? And I said, yeah. It's, you know what you would do for your children? And I know what I would do for my children. And the same that you would do for yours and the same my mom would do for me. Right? <laughs> There's a bus right there. I get choked up. I'll dive in front of it. That's given. This person told me, imagine something far more powerful than you. In fact, it's all powerful and far more intelligent than you. In fact, it's omniscient. See, you're ignorant. Hopefully, most of the time, humbly ignorant, knowing that you don't know, few times arrogantly. But imagine this, Dave, that that being that you're thinking about, this omniscient all-knowing, all-powerful being feels the exact same way about you. Talk about a shift in everything you'll ever think of. That's faith. When you know that there's something, you define it how you will. I don't care. God, Buddha, Muhammad, Jesus, Joseph Smith. I don't care. Whatever you want to define it as, it's out there. And the way that you feel about your children is the way the omniscient, all-knowing, all-powerful being feels about you. Now where does your fear go? Now how can you practice ending it? It's so much easier knowing I must be happy, healthy, worthy, and wealthy. I'm just interfering with it, and I'm not receiving the love, just like a kid who is resentful for a parent who cares for them so much and has to prove it on their own. You don't have to. You can allow it all to come to you by doing good deeds and being a part of your higher self and using your higher level of thinking to do that. Dave, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your wisdom, what you're doing for the hospitality industry. Really, it's one of the things that we talk about all the time is most people don't realize that everyone's in the hospitality business. You know, it's so important for people, no matter what business you're in, to treat people like you would want to be treated, to make memorable moments, to make an impact. Um, for us here at Restaurant Influencers, this opportunity to launch the second podcast, to teach restaurant owners, to highlight other people that are doing incredible work all over the globe, because this isn't just about the United States. There's so many incredible people in hospitality on all corners of the earth, and the things that you're doing to help them, empower them, to empower their communities, to empower their villages, it's it's awe-inspiring. And uh you know, I, I know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And that's, you know, part of why we do this podcast is to empower the listeners to know that no matter what you want, to think that I would be at a $5 billion stadium with my media mentor, you know, on a Tuesday, as opposed to cooking ribs in my restaurant in Spring Valley, anything is possible. And this is just the beginning. So how can people uh, find you? I know David Meltzer is easy. They can Google that. But what mo most importantly, what, what what do you want them to impart from this? Well, podcast? first, they need to put a Cali barbecue in this stadium <laughs> and improve the food. Well, I know somebody that could help make that happen. <laughs> Absolutely. A little ever bowl for dessert. But more yeah, importantly, go. I got my San Diego. There you go. Jeff Fenster. Well, Fenster is a restaurant influencer we will get him on the podcast for sure for sure and i've been mentoring him for years david at dmeltzer.com is my email 
join me. I will send you my book, ebook, audiobook. I will sign a book, send it to you, pay for shipping. I'll pay for the book, of course. Uh, I just want to empower people with what I teach every Friday. I have trainings, david at dmelter.com. If you email me, I will email you back. Please reach out, david at dmelter.com. Stay curious, get involved, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Thank you, David. You got it. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you.